Sandra and Noah. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Theater World Podcast. My name's Noah Bender. I'm Sandra Nemchik, and we've got some live cats in front of us. Our guest today is a fierce triple threat actor who currently stars as Demeter in the national tour of my all-time favorite musical, Cats. Please welcome the ineffable, effable, F and ineffable, Lauren Louie. The naming of cats is truly a difficult matter. It really is. Indeed it is. Indeed it is. <laughs> well, hello, Lauren. You are taking a break from the wonderful schedule of cats to talk to us on a beautiful Saturday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific time. And <laughs> Here we are. Here I am. How has it been being at the Jellicle Ball for the last several months? Oh my gosh, it's kind of been a whirlwind. I mean, the thing about tours, it just goes by so fast when you're in it. It feels very slow, but you look back at the time and I was like, oh my gosh, how I've already been touring for eight months. So it's been, I mean, it's been a ride. It's my first national tour and for it to be cats is kind of, kind of wild. It's like a legacy, 40th anniversary, crazy. What jungle uh, city are you in right now? We are in Syracuse. Like Neo. upper New York. Yeah. yeah. And this is where we had rehearsals. This is where I had rehearsals in um, August. So like to be back here is kind of bizarre eight months later. Yeah. Well, l- let's just let's just jump into it. I mean, like Cats is such a special show. It's so unlike any other show in in anything that's ever been made. I don't even consider it a musical. I consider it a theatrical experience. I agree. An art yeah. piece. An art piece. Yes. <laughs> it's more like a circus show than than a traditional book musical, and that's what makes it special. I mean, what what drew you to Cats as a child or, or initially, just in the beginning? I feel like that like famous VHS, the very first film production. Like, I mean, my sisters and I ran that tape. Dry. The 1998 version? Oh, yeah, baby. That's oh, the yeah. Qu- the quintessential cats. That's exactly Correct. what cats should look like. Correct. And I mean, it just, I I think because I grew up as a dancer first, um, mm-hmm. dancing and acting first, I think that I was immediately drawn to it because it was, the dance was insane. I mean, Julian Lynn, incredible. It's so distinctive. So distinctive. And like, you know, when it's cats choreo, like, you know, it's like, and we even have like names for all those moments. So I mean, like, it's just, I would stretch in front of my TV and plug my VHS in and then I would watch Cats and like hope to be one of them one day. So I mean, the fact that I'm here is kind of, kind of wild. Like my childhood dreams are realized, which is crazy. So as a kid, would you just like learn a dance and then perform it for your family in the living room? Oh yeah, all the time, horribly. I horribly bug them all the time about it. And the white cat dance. Oh, I, if only my my poor wee last little hips could never. <laughs> our our Victoria is stunning in our in our tour. She is absolutely amazing. So awesome to watch that every paws. night. Walking on all the paws. Kitty boot camp was an an adventure. That's what oh, we yes. Call I was going to ask you about that, but let, I I want you to tell me about uh, Kitty boot camp because I know that's an experience that. That all that all cats cast members have to go through in one shape or yeah. in one shape or another. I can't wait for you to experience one day, Noah. I it's coming, Noah. I always I always just say the the only reason I ever really took dance class, the only reason I was in ballet class was so that I could one day be in cats. And I know that it's still it, it might be still a far off dream, but um I will dance as Skim- Skimble Shanks the Railway Cat w- one day. Oh, you could totally play Skimble Shanks. That's such a good role for you. Skimble, oh my gosh. Skimble is, it's my favorite song in the show. It is, it is like the fan favorite. Like, I mean, even when we're like performing in every city, everyone goes crazy for Skimble, as they should. I mean, even more than Mr. Mistopheles, I think Skimble Shanks is just the most happy song in the whole show. I would agree. We can do it on Zoom. Where everybody is having a good time. Everybody, all the cats like Skimble Shanks. He's so non-controversial. Even old Deuteronomy likes him. Oh yeah, everybody. 
but is we're all it, having a party. Yeah, and you get to, you get to build the train on stage and and say woo woo and say would you like your your morning tea weak or strong? Like it's oh yes, the, there's the so many fun yards. little moments. Um, but Katie boot camp, h- how do they train you to be a cat? <laughs> yes, back to that. Um. Okay, so because cats is very much like like a cult classic, like and there's like um. It's almost like trademarked. Like everything is very like patented. Like yeah, you don't need to Jillian mess with Lynn's cats. passing. Oh, for sure. No, yeah. Since Jillian Lynn's passing, like everything is very, very specific and distinct, and keeping her memory alive and carrying this like legacy of a show. Like I said, like 40th anniversary. It's all been about around the memory. For a long time. Yep. All about the like memory, a book baby. bible too, like a show bible. You're like can't touch this. I mean, like, there there are many show Bibles in terms of, like, costuming makeup and, um, like, um, how some of the lyrics have changed simply just because, you know, it is indeed 2022. So now sure. we have brightened up the things and made them more palatable, so that's great. But um, Kitty Boot Camp was, like, I'd say about nine, maybe eight to nine days, where, um, so Chrissy Cartwright, who was, like, Julian Lynn's right-hand man and is now Andrew Lloyd Webber's right-hand man. Um, She came in and she's from London. She came in and she basically from the ground up, we didn't talk. We didn't nothing. We crawled around on the floor and perfected what salinity is. Um, And each cat has their own set of um, adjectives. So like you have three adjectives and you have to convey those adjectives all at the same time while being a cat. So you're introducing salinity into all these three adjectives and you're building layers so as days went on we did like different exercises we'd go in a circle and then two different cats would interact and all the cats have different relationships that are scripted and so it was insane by the end we definitely were were cats i mean what are your adjectives um mine were sensual neurotic and um uh-oh chrissy's gonna kill me Uh um like sleep (laughs) sensual neurotic and there was one other um, there was one other, um, I couldn't tell you now. Now I feel like it's just inbred in my body, but, it's, um, it's ineffable. Yeah. You've become it. You don't ineffable. even know it. You're like, I am just it. Correct. We bodied it. And now it is in our bodies. Everything even looking at you, I can already tell what it is. I just don't even know what it is. I know. <laughs> Demeter's definitely is. a hard cat to play. She's definitely has many contradicting characteristics. She's definitely a little, little crazy kitty. So Something I love about cats is that it has so much like unwritten subtext about the characters that is yeah. that is determined in the subtleties of the performance. Like there's I mean, there's a whole world of like cats fan fiction out there that is like just that is putting, you know, you know, not non-textual relationships on the cats. This is whose kitten is whose, this is who's in a relationship. Um, how much does that kind of stuff, not not just the like Tumblr fan fiction, but the kind of personal touches of it all <laughs> affect the way it's performed on stage and the subtleties of the the relationships that only you can notice? It is actually crazy. We because there is so much freedom and like our like narrative, we're able to have somewhat of a different show every night, though yeah. the mechanics, the choreography are all the same for safety. Like our interactions tend to change. And um, I mean, we were given like the bare bones of like, okay, these are the cats that have a scripted relationship. These are the cats and this is your relationship with them and your relationship with them. Um, But other than that, it's up to your interpretation and up to you to make the story. So, I mean, we were given like Monk and Demeter are solid. They're they're boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. Boyfriend, girlfriend for sure. uh, Plato and Victoria, boyfriend, girlfriend, for sure. Um, so there's just this set bare bones and then we get to come up with everything else. So, I mean, if I'm, I'm staged with Syllabub, who used to be, who is Jemima Syllabub, they're interchangeable, but, um, I'm staged with Syllabub, like most of the show and she's a kitten. So I was like, and she's dressed like me, like her colors are the same. She has the same color as me, but it's tinier and her Mm. hair is like somewhat like mine, but like a little bit flatter and shorter. And I was like, I bet this cat is mine. So uh, most oh. of the show, once we like saw how staging went and costuming went, we decided to go, okay, 
that's my kid. Making I'm the connections. That. Costume and makeup is all there. You kind of start to see what cats are very similar and then dive right in from there. And I feel like mm-hmm. it shows on stage. I mean, um, it, those interactions mean everything. They kind of fill out the show. And if someone's watching you while they're in the back, I mean, they see something different, you know? Are they taking notes too while they're, while they're I mean, watching? I mean, the, like I noticed you looked at the cat and you like looked at it longer than the other day. <laughs> I mean, those Tumblr cats fans will see everything. They are oh, very man. loyal. Yeah, they're very, very loyal. Do you to have like a, a specific fan page right now on Tumblr? <laughs> I'm sure we do. I'm sure that. I mean, we you do. are on the cats wiki. I like. I just like. We are. Yeah. Hey. But I mean, like that's that's what makes the show so special because there's something you can look at something new uh, at every point in the, on the stage and every point in the show because there is so much room to play within it. Like, yes, the, all the cats are just introducing themselves, and it can feel like you know very kind of separate, but it has to be very clear that they're a cohesive tribe and that yes. there's so much going on within the. I think so much of the show is not just who the cats are, but kind of showing through physicality how they feel about each other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it is kind of crazy too, because McCavity is only in, what, two scenes? And then we all have separate narratives with McCavity and such. Yeah, and like such a formidable some of those presence. Have, yes, and some of those have morphed over time. Some relationships have morphed over time. The more we understood the show and how it is in our bodies. And like, when swings are on, it's a different show and we create different relationships with our swings because they have their own interpretation of the character and such which is awesome keeps everything fresh and new new things to be discovered every night it is definitely a very physically acting show and I mean you can't just be a dancer in this show at all you have to have absolutely no ego and really go in really go in speaking of like physically active show like how long does it take you to like cool down after a show i know like you know me when i take a show it, t- it takes like at least two hours like when it's do you like wind down with cats because it is so physically demanding i mean the jungle ball is 13 minutes long mm-hmm. and yeah mccavity for the girls mccavity is the hardest number in the show um because the girls especially for demeter because we go straight from the mccavity girls number into the mccavity fight which demeter is like the centerpiece of so like yeah you're very present yeah it, you don't get time to breathe and when you're singing and also you know doing triple turns and fan kicks it's like so yeah. so never ending never ending so the way we prepare for the show is like okay i need caffeine i need a warm-up i need another glass of caffeine mm-hmm. all right now i go into the show okay i'm exhausted at intermission what do i need energy gummies great okay protein shake great so you're building all this energy to get through the show but then it's still left over by the time you're done and all the adrenaline to get through those those numbers is just like left over so most of the time I like do a quick cool down with um my body I mean the show is very low in my register um I'm a soprano one so like being in an Mm. alpha track is like I warm up very minimally um in order to hit that low f flat and then (laughs) I (laughs) go into the show more like body warm up and then warming down is like making sure you stretch because the show never really gets easier. Um, that's the thing about most shows is shows get easier and you're able to build the momentum to get through all those dance numbers, but cats does not get easier. Like the jungle ball is just as hard last night as it is eight, eight months. Yeah, now. It's a marathon. And maybe it you is. get harder. Cause like you'd like to push yourself even more when you get the feel of the rhythm. Right. Oh yeah. And when you get better, like I, um, going into the contract, I was more of a, of an actor singer. Now, in my adulthood, I'm more of an actor singer. So going into a literal triple threat track, like the girl, the girl is dancing in the front. Yeah, you're like, I'm a dancer I, too. I now was I was in rehearsals and I was like, oh god, I gotta, I gotta get, I gotta get my leg up. I gotta work harder. I gotta do better. So I mean, once I got into the rhythm of things and I felt confident, I mean it, it. You definitely have to disperse your energy. So like some days you can't, you can't have like a full 100 percent full out Nelly show. Like you have to be like, okay, today is. 20% face, 80% body. I simply have to put some of that energy in my face and liven up rather than mm-hmm. put it all in my body. So you learn how to disperse your energy. And um, and that kind of depends on like, just like how you're feeling that day. And we're human and eight shows a week is tough, especially with cats. Oh, so sure. um, you learn how to disperse your energy. And then that kind of um, determines like the outcome of your after show. 
So like the more tired you are after, the easier it is to go to bed. But as sometimes if you have leftover energy, it's like, oh God, why am I going to bed at one o'clock in the morning? <laughs> you have all that leftover energy. But a yeah. lot of like stretching. Like a jellical ball. <laughs> Indeed, a second jellical ball. And like, we're all crazy. Well, so. jellical cats come out at night. Oh, indeed we, indeed we do. And I mean, Absolutely. to be in cats, you kind of have to be a bit crazy. So, I mean, all of us are insane. Absolutely it's such a different insane. kind of test than, than doing Hello Dolly or something. Indeed. And I mean, so being in um, like any ensemble is so very hard, but the fact that like cats is solely an ensemble show with mm -hmm. featured principles, like, like the fact that every ensemble member has like their breakout solo moment or whatever it may be like the fact that it's still everyone is an ensemble like yeah everyone. you get to hear from everybody yeah. and they're still everyone. on stage oh yeah we never leave the stage it's the first show i've never been able to go back to a dressing room crazy <laughs> you're like hiding in like a little tire or something you, oh you yeah to, you're like, part of the set. on stage for part of it oh yeah it's adorable i mean it is so awesome to like even when you're like performing and um if someone's like part of the set like they're sitting in the tube and listening or on the tire. Yeah. It is so cute to see everyone. Now that I think of their it, cat I, their own. I think Cats is the only show with a nap written in for the cast. <laughs> I would agree. That nap comes in handy. That is like our like as soon as we get there, we're all like, <sighs> okay, halfway through, halfway through. <laughs> yeah, you get, you get to everyone needs a disco nap. You get to nap through the most boring song in the show, the moments of happiness. Oh, not moments. Oh, wow, Noah, you don't like one song in the entire show. I thought you were not. I don't fan. not like it. I'm just acknowledged that it's the moment where everybody sleeps. It is indeed. We're all sitting there like Deuteronomy's mad at us. Oh yeah. no. Yeah. Yeah. Good night. Where he's night. talking about the ineffability of generations of of the experience cat. of the experience of what it means to be a cat. Indeed. I think what what I love about what I love about the the 1998 movie and every time I've seen Cats is the amount of precision that the actors put on the word cat. Oh, and it is definitely drilled into our brains. I mean, oh, our musical sure. director, our director, like that is like that that is the word. Like when we say glamour cat. Yeah. Oh yeah, clarity and just like hitting it hitting it like you would hit a break you oh, know yeah. what i mean like make it make it poignant it's i I, so I, good. I i always come back to in in the movie the way that bombilarina says grisabella the glam cat it is like, so good it is so good and our bombilarina chelsea is a spitfire i mean i'm so lucky to get to dance next to her every night she's a star she's yeah so good yeah that's such an important Amazing. partnership it is and it does change your whole show like um like my relationship with bomb changes when a swing is on or if i'm in bomb and someone else is to meet her like those relationships change um because i'm also an internal cover for bomb too but it is it is awesome to see like how each partnership is different but how effective it is every time but that's the beauty of theater i guess and acting yeah. is that it is still effective even though it's done differently, which I love. Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you about being an internal cover because you cover three or four roles for this show. Um, yeah, I cover Bomb and Grisabella, yeah. Right. Um, what is it like being a cover for this show? Because it's not like you're just in a different place. You have completely different choices for every moment in the entire show. Oh, yeah. I mean, luckily for Miss Busy Girl, I mean, She's on stage, what, 15 minutes total, 20 maybe. Yeah, she gets to That's hobble. all she needs. That's all she needs. <laughs> She's like, here I am. Hobbling, hobbling in those four inch heels. I mean, seriously, <laughs> it's, that one is, that one's like easy. Do it in my sleep. But then right. when it comes to Bomb, um, because Bomb and Demeter are a pair, uh, she actually does the entire opposite side of the show that Demeter does not. So mm -hmm. like, learning the other half of the show that I never knew right. was so very difficult. Um, we've, we did it. We made it happen. Um, I've been a swing my whole life. So like, um, like at Disneyland, I was a swing for the park. Um, so I was used to, you know, 
kind of learning the mirror opposite, but with cats, it was something different. I've never had to dance like I've done in cats. So it was, Mm -hmm. it was tough, but I mean, and especially with the relationships, like bomb is, her adjectives are so much different than Demeter's and like bomb is Demeter's protector. So to be the one that is like almost schizophrenic and neurotic and scared to being the one that's confident and protecting yeah, people. Yeah, she's so much more dumb. Big switch, big switch. Which one's your favorite cat? So, which one's your like, favorite cat to play? I don't know because they are all so different. I would say that Bomb's track is a bit, um, a bit easier on the body. So it mm-hmm. was kind of nice going to Bomb. I was like, oh, oh, I can breathe a little bit. I'm not mm-hmm. on my knees as much. I'm not going crazy during the McCavity fight. Like, oh, I can breathe a little bit. But I, I love, um, like, most of Demeter's show is is just, like, her trying to, like, reach out to Grizz. She's, like, one of the only cats that really, like, feels bad and wants her to stay. And so most of my show is, like, hey, Monk, like, give Grizzabella a chance. You're being mean. And so, like, so much of my show is trying to, like, I don't um It's the other cats. Yeah, so much of my show is trying to reach towards her, trying to go towards her, bring her back. And, like, I think there's something really beautiful about, you know, one of the, like, pretty cats, because that's what, like, Demeter is. She's supposed to be, like, like a jellical beauty. And, like, the fact that one of the, like, younger pretty cats is reaching out to a cat that was once lost. I think there's something, I think there's something really awesome about that. So I love, I love being Demeter. I've grown to really, really love her. Yeah, because that's the main, like, you know, arc in the show of, of you know plot evolution you get to meet all the cats but it's really t- all held together by them reaccepting grizabella back into their tribe yeah the, 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 you have to earn that really sweet moment at the end where they reach out their hands to her again i know i know it is so sweet i remember in rehearsals when we first did a full run through of the show acting in all balls the wall i'm mean, the first time that Victoria touched Frizz, like everyone was like, oh, like, only life were truly like this. <laughs> I yeah. wish we, we could all need that. <laughs> if we could all, you know, the whole like moral of the story really is about acceptance and love and, and, yeah. you know, accepting people for who they are and, and bringing in people from all different backgrounds and learning how to live. A little different than the movie interpretation. Yeah, a, a bit. <laughs> Let's talk about the movie. So Cats had a movie in 2019 that was somehow even more polarizing than the stage show itself. Very much. I know. I know. I I think my take is that the Cats movie musical was amazing and terrible at the same time. (laughs) Terribly amazing. Terribly amazing. my, My big take is that the the elements that were necessary to translate it from the stage to screen are the things that hurt it the most. Making it, uh, trying to give it a cohesive story, trying to give it dialogue, trying to give it comedic relief, making it look lifelike, making it a star vehicle. All these things are not necessary Mm -hmm. to how Cats works. Um, Mm -hmm. What was your take on on watching the the, the Cats 2019 spectacular movie? I mean, it, I, um, I saw it for the first time, like a little bit before the contract started. Um, and because some of our cats aren't in the movie, like they, they did get rid of a few, like Demeter does yeah. not exist in the movie. She um, doesn't sing, Demeter, but she's there. She's there. Right. And so they kind of combined Demeter and Bomb Ballerina into yeah. one cat to be Bomb mm-hmm. Ballerina. Um, Gotta have Taylor for this moment. T-Swifty, T-Swift. Um, make room. I, I think the movie was definitely really awesome for like what it what it was and I mean like it and for a film like you do have to adapt something differently to make it more palatable to people unfortunately it wasn't palatable to anybody I don't know (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how that happened but they were definitely making it more palatable to like you know a movie film goer audience um I love Skimble that top number that was the best that was the best scene in the whole show for sure it was oh my god I remember watching that and going no, he is not tapping as if the train is coming. This is amazing. Like, it, I thought it was amazing. That part, that part was insane. And I know the story revolved around, like, Victoria and um, Mungo, Jerry, and Rump was more of a jazz number. But that's how, um, I didn't know this, but apparently that's how uh, Mungo, Jerry, and Rumpel teaser was originally written. 
Yeah. Do you guys do the new version, the Monko Javian? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the new version is so much more interesting. I think. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even know that that's how it was. Bless you. I didn't even know that's how it was written. Was in that little jazzy, jazzy tones. When I first watched it, I was like, I'm confused. And then I remember someone telling me that that's how it was originally written which i was like oh okay interesting i definitely think the movie was great for what it was but i i definitely feel like they're um like they're just so different different worlds yeah. like stage production and the movie are just different worlds i think that's why i like the 1990 um 98 version so much was because it was just a filmed production yeah. of the stage show and it was like an all-star you know? cast mm -hmm. i i think what took me out of the movie the most was hearing all the cats sing in first person. Right, right. Where, where yeah. was, Buster for Jones, I'm not skin and bones. In fact, <laughs> I'm remarkably fat. Like, come on. I remember dude. being like, I remember being yeah. shook about that. That is, that is a big difference between the two. Yeah. Because it, it really does change the context of the song for the, the character to be singing about each other or to, sing, to be singing about themselves. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's almost like having um, it's almost like narration when we're talking in third person. It's like everyone's serving as a narrator for the story to serve the story rather than talking about themselves. It's interesting. Yeah. And you get a feel of the cat's role within their community. I mean, like the 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 cats is so you, you can oversimplify it, but then you can also just like get so deep into the complexities and the subtleties of what you what you just assume about what they're what they're feeling. Just be just. Like, ugh. I yeah I'm I'm sorry I'm obsessed. No, okay. I love that. Lady I love drink. that. I feel like now that I've done Cats too, I feel like it will always hold such a special place in my heart. Mm -hmm. And I know how much work, how much work those actors like we all go through to tell that story and like make the plot more visible. Like it, it is simply like it's a cult classic. It will always hold such a special place in my heart and I love the people that I'm working with so it makes it all the better do you get like a standing ovation every night from everyone you're they're like yeah people usually stand at the end yeah people do usually stand at the end and I think that's in part too to like a lot of people this is their first show coming back from the pandemic so like mm -hmm. I think it is it has definitely been a journey doing this through like post-covid world while well, still covid world we're still transitioning we're still in covid world right now oh, but totally. um Lots of standing ovation. I mean, Tugger is the last cat left on stage, which usually is everyone's favorite. So he's I mean, the rock star. everyone, he's the rock star. Everyone loves Tugger. So he mm -hmm. closes out the show and usually people just get super jazzed about it. He's got a guitar solo, whole nine yards. I mean, this show is so, it's, it's, it's so generational. Like, I feel like so much of this show is people taking their kids from when they, you know, when they saw it in the eighties or nineties and fell in love with it 30 years ago. Um, that's what's so special about the show. Like, I feel like it attracts so many, you know, international people and people yeah. who might not speak English. I mean, this show is truly treasure currently doing right now because it simply has just been alive for so long and so many people have fallen in love with it over the years. Yeah. So what's your, like, next schedule, like, look like? Like, where are you going through this tour? Um, My contract is up in June, mid-June. Um. And so I'll have been touring with the company like a full, a full like 10 months. Um, and that is definitely, thank goodness, my body definitely needs a break. She is, mm -hmm. she is tired, but um, we're going through um, Schenectady and Milwaukee. We're going to Reno. We're going to San Francisco for two weeks. I, mean, I bought my we're, tickets um, to San Francisco. We're... Oh my God. Oh, Noah's yeah. going to see you. I'm seeing I get to see you. Yeah, see. I'm seeing it on June 1st. Oh my gosh, yay. Oh, uh, I'm so excited I get to see you. That's yeah. going to be such a treat for me. It's so nice to have friends and family and people in the audience. Yeah, I'll definitely let you know when I'm coming. I've actually never seen Cats live, so maybe what? I should buy a ticket. Yeah. You've never I have seen not. it live? Never. It's... I've only seen it like on the the, the 1998 uh, video. Which you were telling me before it. we started recording that you fell asleep during. And I did. I fell asleep watching Cats. Oh no! Not even I at the nap know. scene. It was. It probably was the nap scene. I was having a nap while <laughs> listening to Cats. You're joining the cast of Cats. Yeah, napping. I was like, hello. <laughs> I mean, I, there are some very pretty melodies in it, and there are some very balletic tones. So, I mean, 
I it might have been I a understand. number that was like you know? not exciting. Yeah, I mean, I definitely feel like experience cat experiencing cats live is wild. Like I remember watching the show for the first time. I had a swing out. I was just like, I was in shock. I was like, I can't believe I do that every night. That is incredible. That is crazy. <laughs> so, so so immersive and like cool to watch for sure. Definitely a spectacle show. Yeah, I saw cats on Broadway at the last revival like three years ago. And I, I, I was there by myself and I cried thrice. <laughs> I cried thrice. I love thrice. that for you. <laughs> at the beginning, oh my God. At probably the first Grizabella scene and then at the big climax of memory at the end, I was oh, yeah. in buckets. Who, which Grizz did you see? Did you see Mamie Paris? I probably did. I remember, I know that she's a notable one and, and she sings the whole, uh, Touch me, it's too easy to leave me part in one breath, which is- In one breath, that's Mamie. That's Mamie yeah. Paris. She yeah. is a star. Oh, one of the best memories I've ever heard is Mamie's. So stunning. Yeah, like it's, it's, it's a, like that song is such a powerhouse moment. Cause it's definitely the moment that everybody's waiting for. Because I feel like it's, it's the song that if you don't know Cats, you know that song. Right. I mean, people are always waiting for, for that big moment. They're all waiting for memory. And I mean, I mean, that lead up to it is, is amazing. And even like her, her little memory, we call it little memory, the one that closes act one. I mean, mm -hmm. even that is stunning. And that's well, she's like fantasizing about her former self. I know. And she's trying to dance with the cats. It is so heartbreaking. Like the more <laughs> I remember when I did watch the show for the first time, I just was like, oh my gosh, my heart breaks for Grizz. And I was like, well, no wonder I played Demeter because yeah. so yeah. does hers. Her heart well, it's good that you have that too. empathy already <sighs> for that cat. Right, right. And I think playing her too, that I'm a cover for her, like does help a lot too with how I develop my relationship as Demeter. Like playing the other side of it also is very helpful and informs like how I act as Demeter too. All right. Oh well, my gosh. I, I could talk about cats with you for ages and ages and ages. But we've got our special theater world lightning round that we've got to get to. These are some questions we just asked you about your own theater taste. This is this. We're not talking to Demeter. We're talking to Lauren Louie now. So all right, let's here go. Here we go. Who is your number one favorite Broadway diva? My favorite Broadway diva. Um. Oh goodness, there are too many to pick from. How about Heather Headley? Three. Oh, ooh. Heather Headley. Heather Hadley. Yes. Oh, she's I mean, amazing. Oh, and that, that video that's been circulated. Oh, around, yeah. Of her and Into the Woods. Her and Into the Woods. I simply watched it 12,000 times. Yes. I'm so excited for that. She is a star. I just, I can't. She is my favorite Broadway diva. She is a star. She's someone who acts amazing. with her entire body. Oh, everything is in it. Mind, heart, body, and soul is in it. I can't respect it enough. Simply could write until the cows come home about Heather Hadley. I love listening to her in Aida. Oh, I mean, that's her signature role. You know, yeah. you can't think of Aida without her. Yeah. No. Aida and Lion King. No. They wouldn't, oh, they wouldn't be complete without Heather Headley. Oh, Lion King. So good. <laughs> oh. Her tone. Voice. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's very, like, rich and deep and sultry. Yes, and just, you can tell that she's acting even in recordings. Like, you don't even need to see her. You can feel mm -hmm. it. Yep. Yeah, everything's so intentional. Oh, wonderful. All right, next question. All right, right. and how about your dream role? Oh, my dream, dream role is here to see in Hadestown. Mm. That's, the, that's the one. That's the one if I played, I could die happy. Done. I love right that. Off. And you're a soprano, so like you can just like... Yeah, that one seems very suited for your voice. Yeah, I mean, luckily, I've through Cats, I've had to learn how to sing a lot lower um, and like less flighty but i mean definitely have learned how to be very versatile on this contract and to empire contracts too so i mean it's definitely in my range would love to do it one day well we'll that's just say that's your next thing to do you know we'll just make it happen yeah put in the universe yeah uh, we'll see you um at, in hadestown after this <laughs> one day yeah i'm trying Let's to see hadestown yeah. when it's in la this month i gotta see it it's it seems like such an amazing show to see live and way way more than just the soundtrack Oh, it is. Oh my mm -hmm. gosh, no, it is. 
-hmm. saw it in previews on Broadway and I mean, I, life was changed. I mean, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, theater is amazing. I forgot how amazing theater is when it is done. So, so But so I do right. have to say, great <laughs> comet walked so Hades Town could run. Indeed it did. I would agree with that. I would agree. Period, Noah Bender. Agree. Oh, I would agree. I mean, how I feel about Cats is how Xander feels about Great Comet. I do. I'm obsessed. I, I mean, I sing No One Else for every audition ever. It is such a good song. It's very it's difficult. Beautiful. And I mean, it's stunning. And I mean, the composition, gorgeous. I mean, Rachel Chavkin, genius. So like... Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I, it did indeed walk so that Hades Town could run. Yep. It laid the, the ground for them. Foundation. Getting people ready for theater, that's different. And artsy theater. Things and I love it. Cat, yep. Cats doesn't make you think? Art. Art, art, art. <laughs> I would say that cats makes me think. It makes me think, hmm, how should I address a cat? I would say it does. Makes you sleep sometimes. <laughs> Do you have a pet cat, Noah? I feel like you should have a pet so, cat. I, I I need to get a pet cat, but the thing is, so like I had a roommate who recently moved out, but the, my roommate had a cat who I really bonded with, and the cat looked looked just like old Deuteronomy. Oh. It was a. It was, oh. Yeah, he was a big fat Maine Coon. Did you call it Deuteronomy? <gasps> Maine Coons are stunning, and I literally think that's what Deuteronomy is. He has to be. He is. He's a giant, 100%. giant cat. Yeah. Maine Coons are stunning, but they're big. Oh my gosh, that was a, must have been a huge cat. He was like 25 pounds. He was a big, fat, big, fat, chubby Wubkins. <laughs> oh, we love a chubby Wubkin. You could have put it in a baby yeah. carrier. Yeah, and his, his name is King Fluffington. Aww. No, no, no. That is phenomenal. Oh, I love this cat, and I've never met him. But I've always had a personal fantasy of getting my own cat and naming it after whichever cat from Cats it looks most like. And so in college, uh, my... <sighs> My roommate had a cat who, who I named Alonzo because it was like black and white and um, looked just like Alonzo. Oh. But like, I, 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 would, I just want to have a cat and name it like Jelly Lorem or like, oh. you know, Griddlebone or whatever. Which, which, Jelly Lorem is such a good name. And, I, and or, that oh. was the name of T.S. Eliot's cat. It was. She's a special mm. cat. I almost named my cat McCavity when I got her because she's an all-black cat and she's kind of spooky. She's a long-haired black cat. When I first got her, I was like, I must name her McCavity. I was like, Lauren, no. No, you can't. You simply can't. That would be too on the nose. Now you can. You're, you're in it. <laughs> and I got her how many years um, ago? I got her in 2018. So I <laughs> Oh, no. No. Now it's but it's okay because McCavity's a ginger cat. Oh, Indeed. Even though, even though he's like not... Interesting. He's he's a cat of many colors. There we go. I love the McCavity costume. Like uh, the first time I saw our McCavity in the costume, I was like, "That's stunning." He That's looks so amazing. menacing. I have a I have a soft spot for McCavity, which is probably not it's a good misunderstood. thing. Oh, I love it. I love it. It's so like, oh. Yeah, and I mean, like, Demeter does have, like, a past in the cavity that's also scripted, like, so, like, that's very interesting, too. Um, all comes into play. All yeah, of it. Yeah, she, she was his ex-girlfriend. Indeed. And then she just went and dated his brother instead. Interesting. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. <laughs> Who's his brother? Is his brother a Jellicle? Yeah. Mon Monkey Strap and Tugger and McCavity are all brothers. Oh, I never wow. knew that. Indeed, yes. We learned that with Chrissy Cartwright. They're all brothers, which makes it even more oh. juicy. Yeah, because Monkastrap and McCavity have that big, big old dance fight. Oh, you need the show Bible. They do. Big dance fight. Big dance fight. And then the revival, that fight is crazy. I, I'll never forget when we first had like a six probe for it and we heard it. I was like, oh, this is wild. Oh, yeah. The, the, the music in that, in that part is probably some of my favorite parts of the entire score. Yeah, it is phenomenal. The McCavity fight is a work of art. Absolute work of art. And those two boys, when they're, when they're going in, they're going in. Oh, yeah. I get chills every time I hear that Oh, so good. Yeah. So good. So good. Oh, I love it. I love the McCavity fights. My favorite part of the show. Cats is amazing. All right. Next, next, next question. What is a, is there a song or moment or show that never fails to always make you cry? Oh, a show that always makes me cry. Oh, it is the moment in Phantom of the Opera where Christine gives the ring back to Phantom. That moment, oh, oh it messes me up every time. Is, messes yeah. me up. Yeah, I gave my line blindly. <laughs> messes me up every time. Every time. 
I can't, I can't hold it together. I mean, like if I'm watching it, like, like the Ramin Sierra Bogus version, mm-hmm. like even when I watch that falling every time. Like, and I then at the end, it. you know, uh, uh, Christine and Raul have to rub it in and sing their like love song in the background Gosh. while he's like crying and he's on the floor. This whole moment where he, oh God, it's just heartbreaking. It's heart wrenching to me. I can't, I try not to cry. I went in. I, it's a good thing we have Love Never Dies. Indeed. It corrects everything. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, it's very interesting. <laughs> I think Andrew Lloyd Webber should make a sequel to all of his musicals. I know who will be the next cat. Like, if he has yes. cats, like, what will it be? Did you see? There, there's a great. Do Dogs. you know the the podcast Off Book, <laughs> the improvised musical podcast? Yes, I do. Have you listened to their Cats Two episode? I haven't, but I probably should. I should you have give it a to. Listen. It's so good. <laughs> that it's it's like it's like a parade of former guests, pretty much, and they just have they just invent their own cat. There's like cat. There's like the cat who fixes cars and the cat who, who rides a bike, and the cat with diarrhea, or like, the, the, it, it's all just like new cats. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. Oh, wow. I love that. Yeah, I you love it. To it's it. just called Cats 2. Oh my God, okay. I have to what about it. Joseph 2? Like, what's that Joseph gonna be? Two, um, it, it'll be, just about, it'll be a, just about the brothers being, being sad. Oh, like a like an inter- intermittal, inter- a middle yeah, thing. Yeah, we'll 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 extend the more the, the, days. The, the Canaan days sequence into two hours of just like of just oh, being sad. And, and <laughs> gee, I wish I hadn't sold my brother into slavery. <laughs> no, yeah, no, it's like a number for each brother. Yeah, oh yeah. no, each it's basically cats, but with the brothers. Yeah, each more stereotypical than the next. Oh dear. <laughs> yes, oh, we love dear. that. Uh, Angel Ed oh Weber God. is seriously underappreciated. All right, I think we should move on yes. to the. Is there a single hardest moment in Cats? Um, yeah, I I always feel bad. <laughs> this part is wild. So like right after the McCavity Girls number, it, there's these like, they're literally like the famous. So Demeter has these. They're called the Angry Boo-Rays. <laughs> and they are just like these really fast, rapid Boo-Rays that are done like. Like with a flat back tabletop, your arms are going crazy, your head's going crazy, and you're brewing. And then you have to run across the stage and like push cats away because you're like, that's not old dude. Spoiler alert for anyone who has not seen cats, but that's not <gasps> oh, well, me. That's, kind of. that's not old dude. That is McCavity. Everyone get away from him. And no one believes her because he's literally in disguise. And she does these things called like the angry boo rays and she does them three times and they are exhausting like absolutely exhausting and so like as soon as I finish them and like I go hide behind rumple teaser I always feel bad for the rumple teaser because I'm like <gasps> like <laughs> heaving in the corner <laughs> they're, just, they're one of the simplest things but they're just exhausting because they take so much energy to do and then you have to jump on the cavity's back after that and pull off all his stuff and you're like it's crazy so like the McCavity fight for demeanor i feel like it's the most exhausting like i feel like every time i'm it never gets easier and i'm heaving <laughs> wild yeah such a simple part yet it's so hard <sighs> and what about your favorite line in cats since there is no dialogue what is my favorite line it's all poetry line mm. um oh i love when gus comes out for peaks and pollicles his little like my eyes are like fireballs, seriously <laughs> raising. It cracks me up every time because our our guys. You guys do the peaks so and pollicles? Yeah, we do peaks, peaks and pollicles. It's someone's I've, excited. I've never seen it on stage. It's always cut. It is hysterical. Like I I understand. It's such a funny scene. It is hysterical. Like it it is so funny to me and like to see everyone in like the costumes and everyone's giggling. Yeah. I mean, it's always a joy. Um, I love when Gus comes out of the oven and he has that whole little part and he's just this little old cat (laughs) yeah like cats doesn't need comedic relief but that is how to make comedic relief work in cats because it 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 serves no purpose it's just like monkey is now is just like let's all tell old deuteronomy a story yeah and old dude's sitting there enjoying it let's let's enter let's entertain old dude yeah Oh, wonderful. Yeah, I, the whole romance between so the two. I, I, can't, I can't wait to see it on stage. I'm so excited. And the final question, the final most important question, Lauren, is can you okay. remember 
the single greatest experience you've ever had at the theater? At the theater, like as an audience member or as a performer? Yeah, either either one, either or. Um. Um, 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 I think my, like, I, I talk about this a lot. My, like, greatest experience performing is still, like, at Disneyland. I was playing Pocahontas. It was my first day. And, um... You were friends with Pocahontas, okay? I mean... Uh-oh. No, I mean, <laughs> it's okay. She's no longer with the company. Oh, right, right, right. Correct. And, I mean, I was also in the, like, main stage production, so the way we can, like, talk about it is a little bit different. I mean, the poor meet and greets have to be like, yeah, my friend Pocahontas. I'm like, I'm confused. But, um... <laughs> yeah, I'm just joking. <laughs> I know. I, that has, that's how Disney lingo works, though. It is kind of crazy. But is I this really, the Mickey's magical map? Because I might have seen you. Really? It's okay, it's <laughs> um, a little cult. Thing, I but was whatever. Playing this was my first day. I was 18. Yeah. Um, 19. No, I was 18. I was very young. Um, and I, our in-ears didn't turn on until we, like, got onto the stage. So, like, Pocahontas comes out of the ground for her number. And so is I'm this like, the Mickey's magical map? Yeah. I might have seen you. You might have. I was in Magical Map for four years. I didn't see cats, but I saw Mickey's Magical <laughs> Map. Such a good show. <laughs> it's such a good show. I loved every minute I spent at Disneyland. But um, yeah, we come out of the ground and like I'm walking up and I can like, because my in-ears aren't necessarily turned on yet, I could like hear the crowd. And like as soon as I came out, there was like this little girl who like, I was like, mommy, she looks like me. And I was oh. like, oh, 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 no. That's and what it's all about. I spent all of just around the river bend just um, sobbing. <laughs> just That's crying. Beautiful. Just crying. It is like single-handedly every anytime I like forget my why or if I'm tired or I don't feel like being on stage. And I'm like, you know what? That one little brown girl could be out there today. So like I have to get through it. I have to do it. Like at the end of the day, that's what it's all for. Yeah. So totally. that was like, I'll never forget it. Another time when I was Elena too, there was um this sweet little boy in a Elena dress and his dad put him up on his shoulders and like Aww. waved his scepter. And I was like, oh, you know crazy. what? I think we're just gonna cry now. <laughs> Yeah, equity, equality, diversity, all, all of that. All of it. Love it. I mean, like, so those are like the moments I'll like never forget. They're so special as a performer. Like sometimes you get tired, and at the end of the day, work is work, and like the art and work are one. But sometimes it is more work than art, yeah. and like those are the moments that I'm like, oh yeah, this is this is why I'm here. This is why I do what I do. So those are the moments of happiness. But have like posters. You on their wall somewhere. Yeah, I mean Elena was special too. I was the first one. So like that was kind of sure. like changing changing little kids' lives. Yeah. Crazy, these are the moments crazy of times happiness. being a theater artist. And Diva, these are the moments of happiness. Where we <laughs> where we feel the experience of the experience. Experience of the form of the form. <laughs> yes. Ah uh, yes. The begin the begin. Uh, the most confusing poem in the entire show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, we've reached the end of our episode today. Thank you so much, Lauren, for coming on the show. This was such oh, a jellical joy. Yeah, this was amazing. Oh, Thank you so much. A joy for me as well. I'm honored to be here. Thanks for having me. And it was good to like see you virtually yeah, after and five years. Reconnect with you. We haven't talked in a while. It's been too long. Too long. Yes. Well, I will definitely let you know when I'm coming to Cats. I'm bringing my sister. It's it, it, it's it's her graduation gift because Cats has been such a like oh. bonding mechanism for my family that like I like got my sister into Cats and now we like share so much joy over it and it's great. Stop! Oh, yeah. I have to tell. I will be telling the cast about it. You better wear cat ears. Going. Yeah, we're. There are lots it's of gonna, cat it's ears. gonna be it, it's gonna be an experience. I'm. I'll bring my. I'll bring both of my copies of the Cats vinyl record that I accidentally ordered two of. How's <laughs> <laughs> them sign? You can one. never have too many. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. If you if you've managed to meet me before the show, I can bring it backstage and have people sign it. Oh, that would be actually and then we can, great. And then we can get it to you. Yeah. And then you can frame it. Let's, I let's, will we'll figure it that. out. Yeah. Yes, let's do it for sure. Let's do it. We love doing stuff like that. That would be amazing. Um, is there anything you would like to plug? What, what your social media is or anything like that? Anything you want to point people to? Oh, I mean, like, cats. sure. I mean, come see Cats. It is stellar. It's almost everyone's national tour debut in the cast. So you'd be supporting a lot of 
very young graduating artists. They are all wonderful people. Come see it in a city near you. Um, it'll even be touring when I'm not on the tour anymore, but still go see it. I mean, there's some amazing people that are going to be continuing the tour that are just stellar. Um, my Instagram is just Lauren A. Louie. Very normal. And that's it. I mean, I'm a pretty normal gal. That's it. <laughs> a normal gal who also is a cat. Who also is a cat. So I guess not too normal. Pretty jellical. <laughs> oh, amazing. Very jellical. Well, this has been a quite ineffable interview. Um, please follow follow uh, the show on Instagram at theaterworld underscore readings. Uh, we've got more wonderful content coming to you, more events, hopefully. Um, and we will see you next time. This has been this has been a joy for me because I don't I I mean I never get to just get this nerdy about cats. Usually I'm, I'm so the, happy I'm, for you. Usually I'm the but only one in the room who knows we'll anything let you about do cats. Um, and I'm like, come on, the, the moments of happiness, anybody? And like they're like, what the hell are you talking about, you weirdo? Um, but yeah, I'm I'm wearing my cat's shirt. I've got my cat's poster in the background. This is this has been this has been my cat my little jellical dream come true. And now, like, I feel like I'm kind of living this through you because I see, I, you, like, you've been so present on social media with all the cat's journey and all yes. your cat's TikToks and everything. I feel like I'm on the ride as well. Oh, um, as you should be. One day it's going to happen. I'm going to be waiting to see us Yes. I'm waiting. Yes, I'm, I'll be sleeping in the tire now. little vest. And, you would be so cute. No, <laughs> I, I think that this just has to happen now. I'm not resting until it does. <laughs> yes. Uh, I will. I will be the cat of the railway train. I'm gonna. Ma I'm gonna manifest it and do, mm -hmm. and do his Make little jump. I, I like his little. His little. So cute. His, his little padasha jump. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Oh, one more question. How much? How 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 much of a padasha is there in this in this show? Because I feel like every move is a padasha. The dance of the cat. You. It is so funny. Sometimes on days where we're like. Um, very tired. We try to count how many things are in the show. Um, we have not done Padashahs yet. We have done Batmas. We have done leaps. We have done turns. We need to figure out how many Padashahs are in the show because there are simply so many. Yeah, because at, I mean, you could just say every move is a Padashah because it's all the move of the cat. It is indeed all the step of the cat, my friend. <laughs> yeah. A constant Padashah. Yuck, 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 yuck. <laughs> All right, well, we will see you next time on the Theater World Podcast. <laughs> see you next time. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye.